Welcome to Tuesdays, analyzing the lyrics session, 8 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Stefan Maya with you, the Early Bird Podcast. AddedSouls.com, the website. Here's the studio, here's the session. Don't Fear the Reaper, a song by uh, Blue Oyster Cult's 70s hit. And we're going to look at that. Came in as a suggestion, a very good song to look at. I certainly know the song. It is in, it plays on the radio all the time. And uh, it certainly played in my life and uh, throughout the years. So we're going to look at that. That all right? Be sure to subscribe, follow, like, share, comment, rumble. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Do all of that kind of good stuff. Helps this material move further and farther. And by all means, please, 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 if you can, support the work. Help build the Added Soul Studio further and farther. All that kind of good stuff. Me and my family get to eat food. That's always a blessing, right? So consider doing that. No amount is too low. No amount is too high. You can sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to do so. But if you choose to support, you do get exclusive content there. I go live there, have uploads, all kinds of good stuff that is exclusive to the Locals platform, our community. There is a freedom platform as well. There's no censorship there. You can actually talk about stuff and you won't get kicked out. Unless, of course, you act like someone you shouldn't and you start threatening lives. <laughs> then perhaps we'll have to get rid of you. But anyhow, so there's there and uh, you can send me an email, addedsouls at gmail.com. Please do so if you need an address, and please do so for uh, one-time donations over at PayPal. All that's in the show notes, along with the itinerary for the week. Don't Fear the Reaper. Analyzing the lyric is what we're doing on Tuesdays, and uh, we want to find out what Blue Cult Oyster's 70s hit song, Don't Fear the Reaper, is about. I'm going to read um, a bit of a bio uh, from them, giving us an idea, of course, of what's taking place before we go to the lyrics. And I'll put the lyrics on the screen, as usual, when we get to that section of this session. So the first part, of course, I'm reading from PerformingSongwriter.com is the website regarding uh, the Blue Oyster Cult band and the song Don't Fear the Reaper. And I now quote from this article, and it says, Prior to recording their fourth album, Agents of Fortune... Blue Oyster Cult were just that, a cult band. They had a mystic logo which represented the Greek god Kronos, who is a related, or in a related story, of course, ate his son, the Grim Reaper, right? They played heavy riffs, uh, heavy riff rock with lyrics that touched on the weird, she's a beautiful, she's as beautiful as a foot, and the occult workshop of the telescopes. Certainly not a group you'd ever expect to see in the top 40s, right? But the birdsy, don't fear the reaper, changed all of that. That's what uh, changed their path there. Written by guitarist Donald Roser, uh, it coupled the group's mysticism with a beautiful melody, lush harmonies, and one of the coolest guitar riffs of the 70s. And I agree, it's a pretty cool song. I like the song. It's typically added in all my mixes when I was a DJ and also in my... Uh, nowadays, you just, everything Spotify, you plug your phone to the car and plays the songs or wherever, but uh, still have thumb drives with all kinds of mixes and songs like that. Anyways, of the song's beginnings, Roser says, quote, I was thinking about my own mortality. 
I wrote the guitar riff. The first two lines of lyrics sprung into my head. Then the rest of it came as I formed a story about a love affair that transcends death. I was thinking about my wife and that maybe we'd get together after I was gone. Nothing boosts a song's popularity like a little controversy, right? And uh, there was plenty uh, surrounding Don't Fear the Reaper. Roser said in 1998, quote, the second verse in the one that's caused all the trouble all these years. Valentine is a metaphor for mortal love. Romeo and Juliet I used as an example of a couple who had faith to take their love elsewhere when they weren't permitted the freedom to love here and now. What I meant was, they're in eternity, because they had the faith to believe in the possibility. It frankly never occurred to me, he says, that the suicide aspect of their story would be plunged into people's take on Reaper, making it an advertisement for suicide. The 40,000 number was pulled from thin, uh, the air as a guess about how many people died every day worldwide, not how many people committed suicide. The song got another lift from author Stephen King, who quoted from it in his uh, gruesome opus, The Stand, and later used it, a uh, matter of fact, for the soundtrack of the TV miniseries based on the book. It never bothered me that Reaper was embraced as a horror icon or allegedly enjoyed by convicted murderer Gary Gilmore, says Roser, who is still an active member of Blue Oyster Cult 36 years on from their formation. It would bother me to know the song gave someone an excuse to commit suicide. I never have come anywhere close to really wanting to commit suicide. I'm gonna live until I die. On the other hand, when I go, I don't want Amazing Grace as the musical centerpiece of my funeral. I want Don't Fear the Reaper. And of course, that is from the songwriter there. And you can understand they're not, you know, Christians. <laughs> These individuals are not Christians. Uh, but sometimes it's important to kind of look at their minds when they were writing a song so that you get the context of it. Individuals might want to say, oh, it's all about suicide or something like that. It promotes suicide. Well, no, it doesn't. The idea was not for that purpose, you know, uh, and many songs have been attributed that by individuals who, again, don't take the time to learn the context. They just kind of pluck out song lyrics and say that's what the song is about. Remember when we did the song Highway to Hell by ACDC? A great many parents in uproar were like, the devil's song, the devil's music, get away from that. And there was some seeds of truth in parents who were you know, concerned about a song that says Highway to Hell from a band that is clearly about rock and roll. And what is rock and roll? Well, fornicating, fornication, <laughs> that's rock and roll. So, um, but still, the song was not about Satanists wanting to go to hell. It's about a struggling rock and roll band wanting to make it famous. And on the highway, they have to stop all various places and play these like dirty clubs, dirty bars, and sometimes not get paid, sometimes get beat up you know, have their instruments broken or stolen. You know, it's it's about the dirty work of a struggling rock and roll band wanting to make it to a famous celebrity status. And uh, that's the whole Highway to Hell thing. And we did that, and you should check it out. It's uh, archived in the uh, videos on this channel. So Fear the Reaper, another one, you know, oh, it's about suicide. No, it's not about suicide. I mean, you can make anything... You can make up anything about anything. You can take the Bible, pluck out any verse you want, wrongly handle it, and make it say whatever you want to make it say. 
I mean, that's exactly what people are doing, and <laughs> they're calling it Christianity. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get to the lyrics now that we have a bit of a footing there, a bit of a background to what's taking place. Let me see here. All right, where are we? Well, we're not there yet, are we? Okay, lyrics. Oh, where did you go? Oh, there they are. All right. Now let's see if we can put that on the screen. We can. Good stuff. All right. Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. The Blue Oyster Cult Band. It's pretty much the only song I know from them, by the way. Like, it, to me, it was the one-hit wonder, to me. I mean, some people maybe follow all of their albums. They have a cult following. Uh, I've never really gotten into their music all that much, but this song was a keeper. So I kept it throughout the years, and I'll, I'll listen to it here and here and then. And uh, a great many bands, as a matter of fact, have that one song thing for me. Don't Fear the Reaper. Kind of goes like this. The song lyrics, All our times have come. Here but now they're gone. Seasons don't fear the reaper. Nor do the wind, the sun or the rain. We can be like they are. Come on, baby. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, take my hand. Don't fear the reaper. We'll be able to fly. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, I'm your man. La 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 la. Okay, well, now that we understand that he's speaking about his wife or this unforbidden love, if you will, that transcends this mortal life, meaning we're ready to sacrifice whatever is necessary to embrace this love that is a forbidden love. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that it is an adulterous love. It could mean sometimes culturally so. Uh, you know, um, man, it could even go into the realm of uh, uh, racism. Oh, you're not allowed to have a white man marry a black woman. Oh, no, no, that's forbidden love. That's not allowed. That would you know, breach the cultural norm that we have established in our skin color, you know, that kind of stuff. I say that because I've seen that, you know, sadly stateside, and I've had accounts tell me that, you know, I had a lot of problems with my family because I was marrying a white woman, or I was going to, I was having a lot of problems with my family because I was going to marry a black woman. Well, it's a woman and it's a man. It's a male and a female. Who cares what skin color they have? They have the biological functioning of being united together till death do us part. And if they have a strong bond to sacrifice for one another selflessly, that's love, you know, then let them have that. Who cares about the color of their skin? I find it quite beautiful when a male and a female, no matter where they come from or what skin color they have, love each other and stay together till death do us part. But anyway, so you can see how this could apply in a very many perspectives on this forbidden love. Maybe the boundary is skin color, right? No. Okay, maybe the boundary is social status. Oh, ho, 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 you can't marry him. He's poor. He comes from a poor family. We are wealthy individuals. We are royalty. You know the royal family, the queen, and all the ancestral lineage there. And England, well, they, they I mean, they have to marry within the fold. I'm not going to just marry some kind of crazy Hollywood prostitute. <laughs> some of you might know exactly what I'm talking about there. Some of you might not. But anyway, so you have to, you know, understand that there are some boundaries set by men's subjective judgments, which are typically unrighteous.
So maybe that's the maybe that's the you know the forbidden love. Skin color is one of them. Maybe it's social status and wealth. Maybe it's a religion. I can't marry him. He's a Presbyterian. I'm a Catholic. Or maybe I can marry him because we're both this. You know how that works. That at times takes a great deal of play. I mean, where I was born and raised, you married a Catholic. You're not going to marry a Protestant. Are you crazy? We don't allow that. We burn the witches here. <laughs> burn to the, the, the... So that's, you know, maybe that's maybe that's the cause. Religion. So you got skin color. You got uh, social status. You got... What's the last one I said? Religion, you know, forbidden love. You're not allowed to. Well, you're going to do the Romeo and Juliet thing, right? We're, we're in love. We're young. I love this person. I want to be with this person. So if I can't have her here, let's both die together and be together in eternity, right? Again, it's, it's pagan stuff. It's not reality. It's not true. You know, Rome and Juliet are not in heaven somewhere together, married or, you know, living life in a happy flowery way. That's not reality. But here on earth, individuals love their superstitions, their rituals, their traditions, their mysticisms, their occult, their fables, their tales, all that kind of stuff. All our times have come here, but now they're gone. Seasons don't fear the reaper, nor do the wind, the sun or the rain. We can be like they are. That's kind of cool poetry there going on, right? Kind of cool lyric. I mean, you and I here today, gone tomorrow. But what's tomorrow? Well, the sun's going to rise, you know. Rises in the east, sets in the west. Is that right? Or is it rises in the west, sets in the east? I used to know that. <laughs> sets in the west. Well, things are going to keep going. The seasons come and they go. Summer, winter, fall. Autumn, all that kind of stuff, right? Spring. It, it keeps going. So why can't we? Why can't be be like nature, right? Just keep on going. Nor the wind, the sun, or the rain. We can be like they are. It's going to rain tomorrow whether you and I are, are here. Well, let's be like the wind. Let's be like the wind. Let's be like the rain. So we'll stick around always. We just can't do it here on this earth. So we got to go to the next one. Because our forbidden love here on this earth, well, we're not going to be allowed to be together. These Powers and principalities that are working against us are going to keep us separated. So, let's get together and be together forever. It's not glorifying suicide or anything. It's just, again, it's the idea of this Romeo and Juliet thing going on, right? I mean, if you're an easily influenced individual uh, at a very suggestive age where you have no guidance from parental supervision... Maybe this could lead you into dark places. You couple that with drugs and alcohol, ooh, you might find yourself in trouble. Ozzy Osbourne wrote a song called Suicide Solution. We might do that one in the coming days. Well, I understand what he meant now. He's talking about slowly drinking yourself to death, which he pretty much did. <laughs> well, it's not a glorification of suicide, but many have. Judas Priest had a song as well called Hero, I think. And uh, that went to court. That was a big stink. We might do that song as well. Anyways, you, you, we, you and I today may have the mature mind to understand that. But when you're young and dumb and filled with all kinds of bad influence, you know, you can take songs that are written by 40-year-olds 
within the mind of a 16-year-old, and uh, it'll cause some problems. And let's, uh, and let's be real with it. Uh, at the end of the day, the root cause or source, sorry, the root source of all this kind of music does come from a, uh, an influence that would be a problem if you're not secure in your faith, if you're, if you're vulnerable to the, world's, to, the, to the ways of the world. But anyways, so all our times have come. Here but now they're gone. Seasons don't fear the reaper, nor do the wind, nor do the sun and rain. So why can't we be like that? Why can't we be like time? Why can't we be like seasons? Why can't we be like wind, sun, and rain? Come on, baby, don't fear the reaper. Take my hand, meaning submit yourself to my uh, instruction, my guidance. Just follow me. Together we can become the wind, the seasons, the time sun and rain. We can live on forever together. It's forbidden here, but there's a place where we can go where it'll be allowed forever. La 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 la. And then the second uh, verses here. Valentine is done. Here but now they're gone. Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. Romeo and Juliet. 40,000 men and women every day. Like Romeo and Juliet. 40,000 men and women every day. Redefine happiness. Another 40,000 coming every day. We can be like they are. Come on, baby. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, take my hand. Don't fear the reaper. We'll be able to fly. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, I'm your man. La 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 la. Well, you know, again, it's the luring. It's the suggestive uh, command, if you will. It's not a heavy-handed one, but at the same time, it's very convincing. It's very eloquently written to have you convinced that this forbidden love doesn't need to end here with the hostility of those who do not want us together. This could be a sinful union as well. Let's not take that out of the picture. It doesn't need to be adulterous, but it just may be adulterous. It may be fornication. Uh, the world doesn't set boundaries with those things. I mean, you know that. We've been investigating many lyrics thus far, and we see that it promotes certainly a lot of sinful activity. Uh, so here, of course, the number is just open in general, 40,000 men and women every day, you know, people like you and I who are in a forbidden love. It could be genuine forbidden love, or it could be just forbidden lust. You know, the world will call love lust and lust love and all that kind of stuff. They do call evil good and good evil. Uh, but it's just a number thrown out there generally as, of course, the writers of the song mentioned. 40,000 men and women every day. So uh, what does it say here? Valentine is done. Here but now, they're gone. Romeo and Juliet. All are together in, in eternity, right? Romeo and Juliet. So there's the story. There's the marker. There's our example. We can do that. 40,000 men and women every day, like Romeo and Juliet. 40,000 men and women every day redefine happiness. You know, they redefine happiness. You and I know what happiness is because the Bible tells us what happiness is to be. But to the world, redefining happiness is just another thing. Like, for instance, they redefine love. Love used to be the marital union between male and female, husband and wife. Sacrificial and also emotional. Uh, well, the world turned that around and said, well, now, you know, we can call love something else. We can call it, I don't know, uh, well, I won't get into that for this session. But anyways, you know what I mean. They, they, they pervert that. They turn it into something completely different and say, there you go. It's kind of like the word gay. Well, gay means happiness. 
does it. If you go out there in the community and start saying, I'm so gay, I'm very gay. Do you think they're going <laughs> to see you as a happy person or see you as a person declaring something in the community to which you will be embraced and have the key to the city. You'll be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. If you just tell people outwardly that you're gay, you're happy, right? That's and that must be it. Well, they're redefining happiness. Another 40,000 coming every day. We can be like they are. Come on, baby. Don't fear the reaper. Take my hand, right? You can come with me. We can make this work. It's going to happen. We don't need to stay here together among the opposition. They're keeping us separated. Let's get together and transcend to the other realm, the other life, eternally, together, you and I. And here's the last uh, verse. Love of two is one. Here, but now they're gone. Came the last night of sadness, and it was clear she couldn't go on. Then the door was opened, and the wind appeared. The candles blew, and then disappeared. The curtains flew, and then he appeared, saying, Don't be afraid. Come on, baby. And she had no fear. And she ran to him. Then they started to fly. They looked backward and said goodbye. She had become like they are. She had taken his hand. She had become like they are. Come on, baby. Don't fear the reaper. It's a very well-written song. The lyrics are well put together. I mean, I find it quite fascinating how the mind of the individual, uh, Bozer's his name, wrote the song, the guitarist there. Um, yeah, death is here. We don't need to fear that. We don't need to fear death. We can walk towards death. Together, you and I, in this forbidden love, through death, we'll be able to fly. We'll be released. We'll be free. We'll have the freedom to be together in the other realm. <laughs> Again, it's the whole Romeo-Juliet thing. It's the whole theme of it. Don't fear the reaper. So, ultimately, that's the song. I mean, there's some pretty cool depth in there and a lot of perspective and discussion, obviously, which we've been having. Uh, I don't think it takes an hour session for this information some songs do allow that some do not permit it as much but the idea is as such right let's be like the wind let's be like the sun the moon the stars let's be there because in the mind of, of the world that's that's it seems eternal it's always there and so we can be like that we just you and i we should not fear the reaper we should not be scared of death we should embrace death because death is going to liberate us here we have boundaries we're not allowed to be together, whether it be for religious reasons, whether it be for skin color, whether it be for social status and wealth or, or poverty, whether it be uh, for perhaps even sinful uh, reasons, you know, adultery or fornication. We're just not allowed to be together here and they're never going to allow us to be together here. We'll never find happiness here together or the freedom to be happy together here. So let's redefine happiness. Let's find and embrace death. Through death, you and I will fly away and we'll fly away together and be together forever like Romeo and Juliet. Um, again, in my mid forties, I don't see this glorifying suicide, but if you're young and suggestive, I don't know, maybe, I mean, to me, it's just not, I don't know. I don't see it that way, but I guess it depends on what kind of an upbringing you have, but the intent of the writer, as was mentioned, was not for anyone to cause to commit suicide. It's a story about love. I mean, but if you want to blame blue cult oyster or blue oyster cults song on suicide 
causes, then you really have to go to where they got their information, which is Romeo and Juliet. So you better start banning Romeo and Juliet because that's the idea. That's where it comes from. But anyways, so that's what it's about. And that's the story. It's a love story of sorts. He was speaking about his wife. I don't know if there was a forbidden love thing going on between them. They were not allowed to be together. I don't know. Uh, sometimes, you know, you have the nice, sweet young lady, good hearted parents. And they're like, you're not getting involved with a rock and roll guy. You're not getting involved with any kind of dude that plays rock music on in a guitar in a band. No, 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 no. And she's like, but I love him, daddy. <laughs> no, you don't. You think you do. Uh, but you don't. You know, I don't know. Maybe something like that. Anywho, so that'll conclude the session here uh, regarding uh, Blue Oyster Cult's 70s hit song, Don't Fear the Reaper. It was a suggestion uh, uh, put in, and I think it's a, it was a good one. It's a good song. I enjoy the song still. Obviously, it's all a matter of one's personal conscience. If you can't listen to that song, don't listen to that song. You know, no one's forcing you to listen to that song. Uh, we did put some uh, context to it as well on why the song was written and why they moved forward with that. But anyways, so there it is. Hopefully that'll be interesting to you. And hopefully you'll want to subscribe, follow, like, share, comment, all that kind of good stuff. In the show notes, you also have some opportunities there to support this kind of work. These quote unquote 10 some building. It helps support me and my family to have food, shelter, and clothing, and to remain active uh, wherever we may roam for the greater good of Christian lifestyle. That all right? Lord willing, tomorrow morning we have ourselves a Bible study. Uh, we're going to keep going through the book of Genesis. All right, guys. Stay focused. Stay positive. Peace out.